Okay, I'm coming out repping for two reasons because first of all, the last time it was a pretend thought and it got stripped away from me and secondly because I tried to record half an episode yesterday and I got cut off by a phone call. So, um, and also super hot topics, so three reasons, but hear me out, okay? I think people who are offended by, like, certain words or phrases. Now, take it from somebody who's sensitive. I'm kind of going to give you guys, like, the runaround here. Take it from somebody who's sensitive and takes things personally and, like, gets offended by things sometimes. People that get, like, really offended over things, I think, are self-conscious. Like, I don't know. If somebody calls me fat, I'm not going to be really offended by that because I'm not, you know? Like, and I know that about myself. I know, like, like that's the truth. So, therefore, I don't think that that's hurtful. Just me personally. Um, and maybe not everybody feels that way. And maybe I'm just looking through my own scope. But I think, like, all the way to, like, prejudice... If somebody's really offended by something, it's really, it's, it's more so because they're insecure about the way it makes them think or feel. Like if somebody says like a, a racist thing around me, it only bothers me that it bothers other people, you know, but I'm not like made to feel uncomfortable because somebody said it. It makes me feel uncomfortable that somebody else now feels uncomfortable, if that makes sense. I don't know. Stoner thoughts. I also had the bright idea last night to make uh, lasagna, but with a chicken nugget base. So if you beat me to it, let me know how it goes. But I want to make a lasagna with chicken nuggets in the bottom. Like the first layer, chicken nuggies. Second layer, noodle. Third layer. Um... I think I put the meat down. I do. I put my special meat ingredients down. I got my own special meat uh, recipe. That's kind of fun to say. I have a recipe. And then I put my cheese mixture down. So again, like another... You don't see or hear a lot of those on the interstate in Florida. Um... Yeah, I've got a special cheese mixture that includes, but is not limited to, um, Vermont shredded extra sharp cheese, cheddar cheese. And then another noodle and then meat and then cheese. And then if you can fit a third stack of noodles. And that would be it. So if you beat me to it, let me know how it goes. I also have another idea, but I'm not going to publicly share it because I don't want anybody to steal it. Because I think it might be a genius idea, but I'm going to start with the chicken nuggets. You heard it here first. Um, so I got on yesterday to obviously like talk or whatever. And somebody interrupted me and the whole thing was wasted. So I'm going to try to remember everything that I talked about. I know I definitely vented about... Uh, some guy on the interstate not using his blinker and how like I get very honorary over people using their blinkers 
even like when I'm sitting in the passenger seat of somebody else's car, you know, because I want to feel safe. And people who don't use their blinker make me feel very unsafe. So. Put the cop back up. I want to get away from him because he's so loud. So I have this, you know, we've talked about this. I have this fake dream. <laughs> it's a real dream of like doing stand-up comedy a little bit. And how conceited am I, you know, to think that I can make people laugh. But maybe somebody will get a chuckle and I will have succeeded. Um, and I thought of a new opening bit. I think I've read y'all some of my opening bit pitches before, but specifically this time, I, uh, I wrote down that I was you know, on my first set, and I, I was prepared to, to bomb, you know, I'm mentally prepared, as somebody who's, you know, a little selfish, not selfish, a little insecure, a little self-conscious, maybe, is what I meant to say, self-conscious, and I think some of the self-consciousness comes from playing country music for so long. If you guys didn't know, if you're just here and you didn't already find me somewhere else, I try to play country and rock and roll music sometimes and write it. And uh, what it boils down to, what it all comes down to, um, is that like country music can make you obviously like feel very confident in that it's a very supportive community and there's a lot of for lack of better terminology there's a um there's plenty of space plenty of pasture if you will for uh, for many people to succeed in what we consider success you know and maybe that's uh, a silly goose statement maybe it made sense let me know, but so therefore to bring it all back, like it can also playing country music can make you feel a little like softer and more insecure. And like, and if you listen to country music, obviously the same, like the same for an artist as a consumer, if you don't play country music, I don't know why I'm just relating it to myself, but all that to say can also make you feel softer or like more emotional because of the quality and the uh, emotional connection through the lyrics or of the lyrics rather so I don't know I just feel like country music specifically and like each genre has their own lane for emotional music you know rap has very emotional uh, and qualitative uh, I'm trying to use too many big words but quality you know um, they've just got yeah there's a lot to choose from my brain just totally hit a pause because I'm trying to navigate so sorry 
That was probably terrible to listen to. I'm ruining my own opening bit. So, you know, if you ever come see me do stand-up, <clears throat> I um, will have changed this by then, of course. Like, this will be different. And there's traffic ahead. You hear everything falling off the passenger seat because I just slammed on the brakes. We're having fun times. Um, so with that being said, I'm mentally prepared to absolutely bomb. And you want to know like my strategy for mentally preparing to bomb and to be made fun of. I got high. That's right. I poked my you guys knew that, um, and honestly, like, I didn't even really start smoking weed, I smoked a little in high school, which, like, thank God, you know, how terrible is it, how terrible would it be, and, like, you know, sorry if you were those kids, how terrible would it be to be the kid that never figured out how to do stuff before they left home, so, like, we all know the kid that wasn't allowed to drink or, like, get out of the house much when we were younger. So when they went off to college or their new jobs or if they moved away or whatever, even if they just moved in with somebody else, like, a lot of times they go haywire because they don't know what they're doing. So poked a little bit in high school, but not too much to count, you know. And then, uh, I didn't really smoke for a while. Like, I was, I had actually, like, claimed, you know, I've only smoked, like, one time. Just because, it, in the essence of, like, my high school years, I essentially had smoked one time. I had been around people that would smoke a lot. But I really only, like got stoned once. All the other times I didn't know how to hit it right, so I just would like suck it in and then blow it out, you know? Sound effects. Um So where was I getting to? Oh yeah, my smoking weed. I've started like pretty heavily smoking. I'll put it that way. Like maybe a couple times a week. Because it was available. And I was hanging out with people that were smoking. Which, you know, my personal opinion can be considered more, uh... How about this? It could be easily, easily considered safer than alcohol consumption. Some might say, as a former heavyweight drinker, Twenty-one days sober, three weeks. Uh, so you know, and up until I don't know, maybe like this summer after my road trip to Seattle and back, I'd cut it out completely for a couple months, and then like I started back up every now and then, and then I'd I'd quit it out for a week, whatever. So all that to say, twenty nineteen rolls around, dude. 
I open for Afro Man. Go forty-five to the That's all we need. And that's when I started smoking weed every day. True story. Every day, like I said, up until the middle of August this year. And then I cut it out for a few months. And I just recently started seeing a therapist. I know I received a diagnosis, so I now uh, have to meet with a whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it later. And they actually recommended rather than pharmaceuticals. I hope that y'all can't hear my gum. I'm going to have to listen back to this. I've just been chewing gum. But they actually rec recommended marijuana rather than pharmaceuticals. So the industry is changing radically. And so that's how I mentally prepared <laughs> for my first bomb set. But isn't that what the cool kids say, though? Like, oh, that was bomb. Mm. Did that come back around? Because that was popular when, like, my oldest sibling was maybe in high school. Oh, that's bomb. Like, you hear rappers say that. And then, like, that kind of died out. It got corny. And then, did it come back around maybe during the pandemic? And I'm just, like, a couple years late? Or is it back now? I don't know. I'm not really up to date. I'm not up to date on all the newest. I saw um, or I heard Odell Beckham Jr. got in some sort of like aircraft altercation. I can't wait to watch it. It's been probably a week or something like that and I still haven't seen it, but I know I'm going to at some point. I'll say this, I'm not much of a sports guy, like I am. I'm a big sports fan. I like watching good games. I know enough about each sport to interact in conversation and to like justify wagering money on games here and there for fun or just like going and eating dinner and watching a game you know if a stranger starts quizzing me i am able to able to tackle the conversation with that being said the pat mcafee show dude i found pat mcafee via heartland radio and Heartland Radio was introduced to me by a, uh, by a bartender named Shane in Atlanta. Shout out to him. I don't know what he does now, but he's a nice guy. I actually say that. I say that. I have no idea. It's been like six years since I've seen this guy. He could be a terrible fucking person. He could be a terrible person. I wonder, okay, let me know for next week because I'll tell the story because it's a long one. But have I told y'all about the roommate of an acquaintance who went to jail? Like if I've told you about my acquaintance's roommate who went to prison, not even jail, prison. Yo, I got somebody on my tailgate right now that's making me mad nervous. And I don't even say mad nervous. That came out because we were talking about being bomb, you know? There's some places 
it was really funny. Like, growing up in Vermont, you'd hear wicked. Like, oh, that's wicked cool. Or like, oh, it's wicked cold. I'm wicked hungry. And some places they'll say, oh, it's wicked. No. No, we don't say that. We use it as like a... Describing the descriptive word. I don't know which grammatical term that is, but... Is that an adverb? Is it a pronoun? Um, I know it's not a pronoun. I know pronouns made a research. <laughs> That's kind of a bad way to put it, I think. Oh, no, I don't know which way. That's the one thing about interstates is they are pretty straight. They're pretty straightforward. They tell you where you're going. You don't even have to look at a GPS. Move over, truck. Gosh. I know that they're tired, but like, don't swerve into my lane. Y'all remember when I told you I had a neck problem, like episode three? God, it's still a problem. I think I really need to go and see a chiropractor. <laughs> I think somebody broke my neck. My neck! Like that SpongeBob guy? My leg! So yeah, so that's my first stand-up bit, and uh... I can't remember what else I was talking about after that. <laughs> I'm very lucky in the mornings I get to drive into the sunrise now. After like so many people hate daylight savings time. And I used to be. This is on um the subject of people change. You know, people grow and they like learn things and they do things differently and therefore they enjoy certain things or they think about things differently. Um and so every morning when I come to work now, the sunrise is coming up and like some mornings it's cloudy like today. There's a lot of overcast, so it's still kind of dark. And I just come over Tampa Bay. Some mornings. I'm not supposed to be crossing lanes right now. Uh, some mornings I come over and it's completely clear and it's the most beautiful sunrise. And I remember back a couple years ago during the pandemic, like, I'd wake up right at sunrise or like right before sunrise and go for a sunrise run and that really helped me get through the pandy as Krista Stefano would say so I'm gonna jump off here I think yesterday the uh like I kept refreeding I kept refreeding a phrase I kept repeating a phrase, and it was going to be the name of the episode, but the episode segment got deleted, so don't remember what it was, but if I think of it, that's what the name will be. If not, then the name will be, will, will, the name will be what it will be, and you guys are just going to have to wonder whether or not it's the thought that was the repeating phrase, or if it's new. So, talk to Ian's here after a while. Alright, so I'm driving home. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm driving home. And I'm listening to a podcast, and they're talking about how, like, you know, if 
humans, human beings, like we act all self-righteous in saving things because we think that we're saving them, whatever the case, you know, like essentially they use the example, there's a mouse in your home, you don't want to kill it, so you capture it and then release it back into the wild. Well, you're actually capturing it and then releasing it back into a life of doom and where it's going to probably either be swallowed whole and um, suffer by being eaten by a bird or just simply picked apart by, by other predators um, and basically tortured on its way out rather than kill it humanely in your own home. Um, and one of the guys suggests, like, if you actually cared about the mouse, you would take it home. And you would let it live in your basement. Like, you would just leave it be, um, instead of killing it or putting it back into the wild. Like, rather than, yeah, take care of it. So, um, you know, and actually the whole conversation started, I jumped the gun here, but, like, the whole conversation started with the discrepancy between line-fed tuna and net-caught tuna. And, again, like, the, the, the whole point is that, like, humans are self-righteous, right? Like, we just feel emboldened and empowered and entitled. When in reality, like, we're just making things worse. So, we care about uh, whether or not these tuna fish are caught on a line or captured in a net. Because... If they're caught in a net, sometimes you get other fish that don't deserve to be killed or that suffer and drown. And using the example of, like, a dolphin or something. Um, however, like, we don't care about the tuna that we're killing, you know, and that we're savagely harvesting and pushing to the brink of extinction. We just care about maybe the one or two stray fish that get caught in the net that are collateral damage. Um... And so basically, all that to say, if you actually cared about the fish, you wouldn't eat the fish. Simple as that. Um, I don't know if I believe all of it. I just wanted to point it out because then I thought, like, a step further, you know, you think that you're doing the mouse a favor. And the podcast, too, like, they were explaining with the dolphin and the fish. Well, you know, you go to the deli and you get dead pig and you get dead uh, cow and you get dead salmon and all these other things. And we're fine with, like, just choosing what deserves to be eaten and what doesn't. Of course, there's, uh, there's health benefits to certain animals and certain meats. There's, uh, this, that, and the third. You know, I'll go down the rabbit hole on that later. But with this alluding to, um, like, you care about, like, this tuna, or you don't care about this tuna because it's a fish, but you care about the dolphin because it's a mammal, well, what about pigs and cows? Those are mammals too. So all of these examples leading to, yeah, like you care about the mouse to release it, but you don't care enough to kill it humanely nor take care of it, but we find stray cats and dogs on the street all the time, and we don't make the discrepancy. Like we absolutely take care of these other mammals where we, we view rodents and, uh, birds and other things as like problematic so that was a little quick high thought i could have taken probably 15 more minutes to explain all that but you get me how you get me and maybe we'll talk about it more maybe that's just the thought that you received today but i'll talk to you after a while
Well, just wasted five minutes because my phone did the phone thing that it does when it doesn't want to cooperate. So, <clears throat> allegedly, this uh, correctional facility I'm driving by right now is one of the worst. But I also think that Firefight Cowboy was fibbing to me when he said that. Um, I'm up <clears throat> way earlier than I want to be right now. It's not, like, too early because I'm usually up earlier. But I'm up earlier than I want to be right now, if that makes sense. And, uh, I'm going to a workout class with one of Firefighting Cowboy's best friend's fiancés. I'm not excited about it. The last time I went to a, <clears throat> like, a friend thing, a girl thing, with one of his best friend's girls or whatever, I blew out a tire and I missed a show because of it. So, um, let's pray for better outcome this time and I don't know it'll be more productive it's a workout class but I gave up riding bicycles a long time ago I've only done one spin class once I hope I enjoy it I like her though you know like the kind woman who asked me and invited me is amazing and I feel very like fortunate that they want to hang out with me you know so I want to soak up every opportunity that I get <clears throat> I also think it's healthy and I need to do this I need to find friend like my own friends you know I feel like that's a healthy thing to do like have friends outside of your relationship but maybe that's not normal I don't know somebody give me advice is it normal that I only hang out with my boyfriend's friends? Probably not. Um, but I digress. There's definitely a ghost in my apartment, and I started telling telling the story before I realized my phone was hooked up to the car. So, even though I hit the button that removes the phone from the car, it didn't remove it from the car. You want to know why? Because I hit the button and it removed it from the car and then the button turned itself back on because the phone doesn't work the way that it's supposed to and it does things that I don't want it to do. Fuck yeah. <coughs> yeah, I sound like a chimney. Gonna make it worse. Because my diagnosis does not uh, prevent me from poking smoke, so I'm going to enjoy that. So that's basically what I'm doing this morning. Um, up, I had to run to the gas station, and this might be too much information, but whatever, we have girls that listen to this. Menstruation sucks, dude. So, I had to get up and go to a f freaking gas station because, of course, like, the grocery stores aren't open 24 hours anymore. How about we make a motion for uh, grocery stores and, like, box stores to go back to 24 hours? Also, though, would have had to drive 35 minutes to the nearest grocery, so. Or supermarket, rather, not even grocery. So, that's the thing. Um... Of course, too, like, asked a woman where to find the stuff that I needed. 
was like feeling great about it. Didn't feel insecure. Like the gas station was pretty empty. And then of course, like go to ring the thing up, like go to ring my energy drink up or something. And this machine says like attendant on the way. And of course it's like the one guy, my age, that's like not, he doesn't look like he's supposed to be working there. You know what I mean? Like he looks like a good kid for some reason working at a Wawa at six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I don't know what that means, but anyway, so he comes up and of course, like the other thing that I had scanned already was the thing that I needed from the stuff that I got going on. So big old embarrassing moment. Didn't even look him in the eyeballs. Just said, thanks. Bye. As he typed in his key code and walked away. (laughs) Because I go to ring up my thing, my energy drink or whatever, and sure shit, it's like, oh, system does not understand what you're trying to scan or whatever the fuck. Why, why even have technological things, technological things that don't work properly? Like bars, code scanners, and iPhones. The sunrise is very pretty this morning. So, whatever that's worth to you. This episode's going to come out on time, which I'm excited about. The World Cup's going on. I've never really followed. I do know. I remembered the other day from Context Clues. Like, Context, uh, whatever. From Context is what I meant. What I meant. Um, that it's every four years. Because somebody was saying, like, this is a huge deal. Like, the last time the World Cup happened the world was in a completely different place, yada, yada. Um, I don't necessarily like know if I enjoy watching soccer on TV as much as I do in person. Like I do enjoy watching a good like high school or college soccer game. I think, um, it's a very athletic sport. I think it's one of the most, if not the most athletic sport, which is obviously why it's so highly regarded across the world. Otherwise, the World Cup would be for American pigskin football, right? I think. So, it's just what I'm doing. Just a quick five minutes. I'm rolling up on these little spike horn deers right here. They don't even care that my truck's coming through. Truck. What am I talking about? I'm driving the Sonata. I don't even care that my car is coming through. It's because I'm on a dirt road. So, of course, I'm driving a truck in my brain. Tacky, dude. Um, don't forget about the line dancing competition that's going until January 1st to submit. Um, so, you got the rest of the month. And, yeah. I'll be back at Jens later. Shit show engage. Um, today's Sunday morning. Last night was Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Um, I gotta get a soundboard or something. So every time I say Saturday night, it just does that instead of me <laughs> singing it every time. But we went to this birthday party and dressed up in disco. And I'll say this: I think I said it at Halloween too. I don't really like dressing up for stuff. That if you heard that horn was firefighting cowboy um, with his train horn. So, his first guest appearance, allegedly he still listens, 
allegedly his top, like, Spotify podcasting was, um, Joe Rogan and then Theo and then me. So, we'll see. Maybe he hurt himself. But, um, I don't know if I like dressing up or maybe I've just always, I don't know, I went to a spin class the other day and I literally told the girl that I went with, like, I don't, like, I've always just made fun of this kind of stuff, but turns out, like, I actually might like it. So, I was real anxious all day, didn't want to go get dressed up, whatever, and I think it's super expensive for one, which I don't really mind spending money, but just never really, like, appealed to me in that aspect, nor did I ever feel, like, comfortable enough, I guess, to dress up, so we dressed up, and I actually felt really good, and I really enjoyed it, so, um, I highly recommend doing things that maybe you don't necessarily assume you'll enjoy if you get the opportunity. Um, what else? I had stuff to talk about. I'm, I hope I didn't already talk about all this, but I was at work the other day and, um, I was having a conversation. So these people that were staying at the hotel and it goes back to what I was talking about during the hurricane about like guests coming in and getting to know them and then them leaving and then never hearing from them again. And, um, I basically, I don't know, I was just at work and these guests that had been there all week that had checked in over Thanksgiving time, allegedly, like, one of them was a cancer patient. And at first, like, I kind of judged her. She seemed pretty erratic, didn't really seem, you know, like, she was in the best of sorts, I guess. And I say that nicely now. At the time, I was like, this lady's fucking nuts but turns out no she's just going through a really hard time and so it was a mother who was not elderly but like older than middle age and a father and then their daughter who's older than me and they're all staying in the room and the mom told me she came down and told me that she had been like diagnosed with cancer and all this stuff but I didn't really understand and I didn't know that she was with her family at that time and then her daughter came up and was equally as distressed talking to me, you know, about the same thing, and we got to chit-chatting, and I explained how, like, one of my friend's moms had, like, stage four cancer for a very long time, um, and then was able to still survive it without excess radiation and chemo and all of that, if I'm not mistaken, and this lady that had stayed with us at our hotel, she had been just recently re-diagnosed with stage four or she'd been living with it or something and um it had resurfaced and she had to get all these exams and these tests and scans and things throughout the week and so on Wednesday or on Monday rather no it was Wednesday on Wednesday um she was very kind and sorry my brain paused for a moment like we had all this conversation and stuff and she was looking forward to her scans and like the next morning and then Thursday morning came and they were leaving so I worked Wednesday and Thursday and Thursday morning came and they were heading out to go to the doctor's office and then they came back in and all of them were crying obviously I was very confused and you know eventually she came the daughter came up and told me that they the insurance company had canceled all of the, uh, scans and things, it was just a huge mess, and it was very unfortunate, um, 
somebody is getting some city girls. Um, I don't know if you heard that radio pass by. You might not have. So, I'm sitting there chit-chatting with the daughter about it and telling her the story about my friend's mom and stuff. And um, this other lady that was making herself coffee just happened to have overheard and walked over and made a mention that she had been also looking for a specialist. Like, after the daughter had kind of, like, walked away, maybe was making her own coffee, maybe went back out to the lobby, whatever, like, this other woman came over and just was telling me about it well so then the daughter kind of popped back up and I said hey maybe she can give you a reference like to somebody to to inquire with or whatever because this other lady was having such a hard time finding somebody who would listen to her and would I guess like treat her you know and that just blows my mind and we could go into a whole conversation about the cancer pharmaceutical industry and I mean the pharmaceutical industry as a whole I I've now been explained that a lot of that can be very offensive and so I don't really want to like go too far down the rabbit hole on it yet but like you know there's just a lot I think that we don't know and obviously we don't know so that's how I'm gonna end that (laughs) what else the ghost in the apartment was spoken about I heard this joke the other day, but it wasn't really that funny. That was the joke. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to talk about that for now. If I uh, can think of anything else to jabber on about. We did just get breakfast. What's What's your favorite thing for breakfast? I pretty much get the same thing all the time. And that is scrambled eggs and bacon. And I used to always get French toast. And I do enjoy the taste and flavor of French toast in my mouth. But you know how people have been saying for a long time, like, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels? I didn't used to believe that. And now I'm really, 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 really embracing that. (laughs) Because I feel really bad about myself when I'm a little chubbier, so, I've been enjoying keeping my healthy weight, I'd like to lose some, I'd like to lose some more, rather, I'm hoping, I hope I will, um, we've got new music coming out, I'm going to the studio Tuesday, I've got, like, five or six more songs coming out the next few months, the Raise em High uh, line dancing challenge is still effective until January 1st. I think I already talked about that this episode, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to try. If I don't get this out tonight, I'll get it out in the morning. I hate doing that to you guys. Sorry I'm mentioning that again. Because I just said earlier that it was going to come out on time. So this is probably really annoying to listen to. I'm trying to put my hair up. What do you get for breakfast? Let me know. Catch in. And the next time I decide I want to talk to myself. So I found more stuff to talk about. Um, I think at some point in time. 
our phones, like, technology is going to advance so far that, like, if you're on Twitter and you write, I hate Twitter or something like that, and then post it, your phone will punish you by, like, spontaneously busting. Or some crazy tomfoolery like that, because I just, everything is monitored and tracked and recorded and yada, yada, yada. And I don't, like, let's be honest, I'm being pretty hippie, hippie critical, hypocritical here. Um, But yeah, that could be a possibility and like, I don't think our parents thought of that. That's insane. And here I am all of a sudden being like, oh, on a dozen kids. It's like, what would that look like? And what's it going to look like in 50 years? I didn't even think, I've said this a hundred times, I didn't even think I was going to live to see 25. I certainly, when I was 16, 17, did not think that I was going to see 21. That was a real thought that I had. And is that weird? Like, what does that mean? Is that something that I should speak to somebody about? But for real, and I've been pretty op- like open and honest about that. I just figured as much as I drove and like as often as I was partying and yada yada, like it didn't even mathematically or rationally make sense that I would <laughs> make it that far. Just doing dumb stuff. Here I am. I guess I'm just talking to myself. No one listens to my podcast except just a couple. Um, so any hooser, speaking of tomfoolery, I thought I lost my retainers. I'm such a geek. I thought I lost my retainers for. 36 hours and they both wound up in the laundry like the washer and the dryer so if I simultaneously combust internally it's because I've been sucking on laundry detergent I guess had the best day yesterday firefighting cowboy and I literally just sat outside and did stuff out like we had breakfast came home uh, he shot on target for I don't know a half hour or so kind of showed me how to shoot a bow I've never used a bow before compound bow so had fun with that and then took a little gander around the ranch and god was it just the most beautiful day outside like you could not have made a better day to just have on a sunday (laughs) looked a little small Ooh, there was almost just a big accident right in front of me that was fun let's not have road rage boys and girls please um the traffic's building up, so that's great. But yep, so we had the best Sunday. Ended it with a Domino's pizza. 
And yeah, I got a lot to, uh, I got a lot to be thankful for this holiday season. So, um, hopefully I'll do too. Make sure, you know, be a friend, show a friend or don't, you know, doesn't matter. It's fine either way, but just, you know, count your blessings this summer or this summer, this winter, whatever time of year it is for you. Um, it might be summer in your neck of the woods, but with all that being said, have a good week and I'll be back.